theft or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's time for The Rush with Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson. Sound off on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's The Rush with Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson. They have thrown it a little bit more this this year than typical. Yeah. you know, they don't know that they have the standout running back that they normally have. Now, their backs are really good, uh, you know, but they split carries and it's more uh, running back by committee than, you know, having someone like Adrian Peterson or guys like they've had in the past, uh, Joe Mixon or somebody like that. But, you know, it's it's a good football team. I mean, it's a solid team. Um, it's a team that, um, you know, the two losses, they could very easily be 11-0 right, right now. Right. You know, very, very easily be 11-0. TCU head coach Sonny Dykes talking about OU as we get ready for uh, Friday's matchup on a Black Friday, 11 a.m. It's OU and TCU. We'll get more into that game, but we got a legend on with us right now. Putnam City legend, University of Tulsa legend, and of course a Pro Football Hall of Famer, Steve Largent now joins us. Steve, uh, we really appreciate the time. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well, guys. How you doing? Well, we're, we're doing fantastic. Uh, excited to talk some football with you. But before we do that, you are representing the Gridiron Greats Assistance Fund. So if you could, tell us exactly what the Gridiron Greats Assistance Fund is and uh, what you're trying to accomplish. Well, what happened was that uh, <clears throat> Mike Ditka has put together a uh, charity to help <clears throat> former players who are, who are struggling. Uh, Guys who came out of the league when I played or even before me, uh, you know, they, they didn't make the kind of money these guys are making today. And some of them are really hurting. Uh, they, they, they need medical attention. They uh, uh, need all kinds of help. Uh, they, they need food uh, in some cases. So uh, Mike's put together a charity. He's got a, a team of folks that uh, make sure nobody's trying to scam his, his uh, charity, 501c3, uh, but, uh, you know, he, he's, he's reaching out to these guys that uh, played in the league and uh, really established the league uh, to be what it is today, uh, but they didn't make the kind of money that players make today. And so uh, Mike Ditka has put together this charity, and it's called the uh, Gridiron Greats Assistance Fund, and it really goes to help players who uh, uh, establish the NFL uh, and uh, all that it means to us today uh, a long time ago. Steve, you don't know this, but both Travis and I actually saw you earlier this football season, as did a lot of our listeners. Uh, we were all at the OU Tulsa game back in September. You were on the field for that game. Uh, it sounded the hurricane warning before. What, what was your experience like for that OU Tulsa game? What do you think of Kevin Wilson? Just curious how that day was for you back in September. Well, it wasn't very good, actually, <laughs> because uh, he, he didn't, uh, didn't show up. But... Uh, you know, I, I think Kevin Wilson is a good coach. Uh, I think he's going to take him a couple of years to get established and, uh, you know, get that recruiting uh, repertoire down. And, and uh, so he, he's, he's not been a head coach at Tulsa before. Uh, he's got uh, some things to learn, as does the rest of his team. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think he's a good coach, and, and he'll do a good job eventually. Uh, but this first year has been rough on him. 
Yeah, and uh, Steve, I'm actually the only Tulsa-based employee of uh, of Gay Ref, so um, I've been able to make it to a couple Tulsa games, uh, like some of the Thursday ones, and uh, and then uh, on the bye week. But something that I've noticed more so than in years past is the investment into like the pregame, into doing cool stuff. I mean, they tried to break the uh, Guinness World Record for the largest beer tasting. Um, they, uh, you know, they've got concerts, all kinds of stuff out there on the lawn. How much? does that just investment in the program do you think pay off down the road like is that kind of stuff important or is it just come down to x's nose at the end of the day you know what I, to me i'm a football player and i'm, I'm so I'm, I'm talking i'm speaking to you as a football player uh not as a promoter uh and so for me what counts is you know how many points the football team puts up and did they win or did they lose and not whether they, you know, sold, you know, any kind of uh, soft drinks or, or candy or uh, who they, who performed at halftime. Uh, so I think all that stuff is kind of, uh, you know, icing on the cake. And it's nice for some people. They go to a game and they expect a little uh, something special. Uh, and so TU has done that. But for me, uh, it's it's all about, you know, uh, getting the Golden Hurricane to play at the level a play that they've had they've had in the past. Former TU Golden Hurricane and Pro Football Hall of Famer Steve Largent is our guest. I, I don't know how much you've been able to watch OU this year or recently, but if you have, what have been your takeaways with Drake Stoops? Because we've been talking a lot this week. It's senior day on Friday for him, his final home game in an OU uniform. A lot of people are pretty sentimental about that. What, what have been your impressions uh, on Drake Stoops if you've seen him? You know, I think he's 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 a good receiver, uh, and I and that's all I, I I have watched a couple of OU games this year. I've been able to see a few and uh, watch him as a receiver, and I, I think I think they could throw the ball to him more. But uh, he, he really go gets he, he go, goes and gets the ball. Uh, he catches it very well. He runs good routes. Uh, he's a good blocker. So he does a lot of the things that uh, you know you don't really keep statistics about how well he's blocking or how well he's running his route uh, and uh, getting other receivers open by running good routes uh, himself. Uh, so I, I, I think he's really uh, a good receiver. Uh, and, you know, it'd just be interesting to see uh, how he closes out the year uh, and where he goes from there. Now, Steve, you obviously one of the most decorated you know, wide receivers in NFL history. Um, but you weren't one of these 6'4", 6'5", Megatron-type guys, right? And much like Drake Stoops, uh, you know, he's not going to be the guy that's, you know, jumping 40-inch vertical, 6'5". Well, we deal a lot with recruiting on this show, right? And everybody seems to think that, you know, everybody that you need has got to be 6'2 or higher. Well, you were able to have literally historic success uh, at 5'11", 6'0". What was the secret sauce? What allowed you to be the best, one of the best receivers in NFL history um, at that size? If you had to boil it down to just a couple things, you know, I think it was my desire, uh, my desire to be a good receiver, my desire to run good routes, my desire to uh, catch every ball that was thrown to me, um, and it, it it really came from an inner fire that I had uh, that you know that not everybody has. Uh, and so I, I think, and, and really that's, that's one of the things that you can't measure, you can't time. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I certainly had that. It sure seems like Blake has that as well. 
but uh, you know, it's a uh, it's an inner fire that that some players have. Uh, now, you know, <clears throat> would you say uh, to me would I, would I like to have been six four, weigh two twenty, and uh, run good routes and and uh, that kind of thing? Uh, yeah, I would have liked that. But uh, to me, uh, the thing that is the most important ingredient that you can look for in a good receiver is that inner fire, that desire to be the best, that desire to catch every football, uh, because that is what separates uh great receivers from uh, good receivers and from average receivers. Steve Larson is our guest representing the Gridiron Greats Assistance Fund. And you mentioned you've seen OU a couple of times this year. Is there a particular team that you're watching on um, Saturdays and Sundays? Uh, obviously, you got a connection there in Seattle, but who, who are you watching and how much football do you watch on, uh, on football weekends? You know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a typical fan, uh, so... I'll watch, you know, two or three hours on Saturday. I'll watch two or three hours on Sunday. Uh, and I really don't have a particular team that I, I root for. Of course, I, I root for the Seahawks. I, I can't say that. I, I root for the Seahawks, and, and I'm always pulling for them. Um, and I, I don't know how well they're going to finish the season. But, uh, you know, I'm still a fan of the Seahawks because I played for them. And I still, I still want TU to be, you know, to be great. Uh, but they've got a ways to go. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm a football fan, and I, I watch football uh, on a fairly regular basis. So if it's on Monday night or it's on uh, uh, Thursday night, I'm I'm going to be on their uh, TV and watch it. Now, Steve, uh, after you hung up the pads, you put on that American flag uh, lapel pin. You served four terms in the House of Representatives. Now, seemingly, kind of more so than ever, at least publicly, it seems like with the NIL ruling, with a lot of the conference realignment stuff. I mean, this is stuff that, you know, Congress is having to rule on. Now there's a Big Ten commissioner that thinks that, you know, the the college football, you know, the conferences will separate from the NCAA. Where, where do you see five years from now, where do you think the uh, the NCAA is? Do you think that maybe the SEC and Big Ten have broken off? Do you feel like we go completely private in other ways? What, what do you think if you had a crystal ball five years from now? You know, I wish I had that crystal ball, and I wish I could tell you, because I've followed uh, these sort of uh, movements uh, and, and have been really disappointed in the overall quality of decisions and, and, and things like that that they're making today. Uh, the fact that you can go to a college and make two or three or four million dollars to play college football is just unbelievable to me. Uh, and, and, and I really think they're developing a uh, mantra of uh, the, the, the great teams are going to get greater and the lesser teams are going to get worse. Uh, and, and I don't think that's good for college football. I don't think it's good for, for any football. Uh, and so I, I don't know. I, I, I really have mixed emotions about what's taking place, and uh, I, I don't know where the NCAA is. Um, I, I haven't seen them. They're, 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 it's like they're not even relevant now, and uh, I, I don't see how they're going to recapture uh, the kind of type of swagger and, uh, uh, and, and emphasis that they had uh, on college sports uh, in the past, and, and I really think that's a shame. 
Yeah, I agree with that. I think a lot of people agree with that as well. He is uh, Steve Largent representing Gridiron Greats Assistance Fund. Steve, thank you so much for your time. That was great. And a very happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Thank you so much. Hey, the same, same to you guys, and thanks for calling me. There you go. Steve Largent. He is a Putnam City legend. He's a University of Tulsa legend. He's a Seattle Seahawks legend, and he's an NFL legend. Not, not a bad life there, Travis. If you could be at not least a legend in four different aspects of life, and probably more than that. I'm just trying to be a legend here in Andy B's. We'll just, <laughs> we'll, we'll just start with that. Bowl of 290, and maybe you can get to legend status out there at uh, Andy B's. But, no, that was cool, and glad to hear that uh, Steve has caught uh, a couple of OU games this year, and I, I think he pretty much he pretty much got it right with Drake Stoops, didn't he? The determination, great things outside of the stat sheet. I mean, maybe he's only watched OU a couple of times, but he talked about Drake Stoops like the rest of us has talked about Drake Stoops this year. Well, and what I really liked is, and, and, and that's one I wanted to ask him about, the size thing, right? Because the knock on Drake, at least from his few naysayers now, but even before the season, they're like, man, you know, it's just we need somebody bigger. We need somebody. Look, Steve Largent's 5'11", and he's one of the best receivers in NFL history. Like, that's that's a fact. That's not even an opinion. And he did it with, what did he use the word? Desire. Right, And when you look at Drake Stoops, when you talk about his work ethic, he does that because of his desire. So I was, I was really excited by that answer. Yeah, no, that was, that was cool. I, that, I enjoyed that quite a bit. And I definitely agree with his sentiments about the NCAA. And I'm sure a lot of you did as well. 405-651-3439. Get ready. We're doing our Under the Radar player coming up next. Geez, final time we're doing the Under the Radar player for a uh, regular season football game. Wow. I know, it's sad, right? Uh, we'll do that next right here on The Ref. We're the home of Sooner fans. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. GM.